0: My name is Cliff and I am a compulsive overeater and so grateful, uh, that, um, that God invited me to speak tonight. Um, I, um, uh, just to sort of, uh, get some of these things out of the way, um, when I started this program, um, which was now, uh, over 16 years ago, um, I weighed probably in the neighborhood of 385 pounds. I was six foot four. Uh, I'm now six foot two and a half. Uh, and uh, so, I don't know whether uh, I had fat feet or fat and he- or fat head. Uh, but uh, lost that part two. But uh, uh, I currently weigh in the 195 area. Uh, and have for the last, uh, oh, probably 15, 16 years. Um, I work a, a structured uh, format, and the interesting thing about that is that it uh, prepared me for some uh, challenges, dietary challenges uh, that I'm still going through, uh, and so i am, I understand what needs to be done and i'm able to do it uh, doing god's will uh but let me go back and um and share with you a little bit about uh who where i was uh what it was like what happened and what it's like today um I grew up in the uh, my family was in the catering business um Uh, which gave me easy access to all sorts of food. Uh, I remember when I was about four years old uh, going into the commercial kitchen and there were racks and racks of um, um, the uh, flowery confections. And I grabbed one off of the, uh, one of the trays and ate it and it, tasted so good that I wanted more. And I remember thinking that, and I could get more. Um, We would spend the night at my grandparents' home, and they would, uh, my grandmother in particular, would give me uh, or give us, you know, let us buy what we wanted. We each got a a package, a real package of the... uh, favorite uh uh cookie or or and um, you know and we ate it and we were we guarded it. My sister and I each guarded our package um, i my, my I was told by my mother that uh when I was eight years old. I put myself on a diet and lost 20 pounds, which is a lot of weight for an eight-year-old to lose. Um, It didn't stop me. I gained it all back, uh, and then some. um, I remember when I was in um, oh, probably fifth or sixth grade, or maybe seventh, uh, and uh you know my my shirts with the buttons would pop off the uh uh the seams would split uh my legs would chafe um, uh, you know but i you know i didn't know what to do i was uh, when I was twelve years old my uh, my mother my sister, and my grandmother all joined the health club. And they felt sorry for me, so they gave me a membership, too. And I used that club for uh, that membership for about 50 years until they went bankrupt. Um, the, uh, uh, you know, I did not have a, um, I didn't, you know, food was, was my friend. Um, I, they were my best friend. You know, I didn't make friends. My uh, brother brought friends over. He was very popular. He was younger than me. Um, and his friends became my friends um, in some way, shape, or form. Um, had an older sister who was a uh, troubled uh, child. but uh, And as a result, she got all the attention, or she got a lot of the attention, let me put it that way. Um, I, um, going through, uh, high school, I tell people I didn't really go to high school. I went to the, to the, uh, high school cafeteria where the food tasted horrible, but you wanted a double portion, you know, and, uh, and so I would do that and I would eat on the way home from school, I uh, go to the convenience store and buy things. I stole money from my mother uh, to do so, um, there was a uh, there was a comedy club. I was born in in Houston, uh, and there was a comedy club there. My mother was also a compulsive overeater, um, and uh, the name of the you know, theme for one of the uh, programs was "Please God, let me die skinny." That was my mother's mantra. Uh, she, uh, when I was about 19 years old, she took me to my first OA meeting, uh, and that would have been 50 years ago now. Uh, I wish I could, I wished I could say that I got abstinent back then or or knew anything, but uh, it didn't register with her. I never heard a word about the 12 steps. This would have been in the route in 1972. Um, And uh, my mother uh, died at the age of 51 and uh, um, not long after that. So, um, you know, but they're just... I I had no clue. I had no clue. Um, actually, at that meeting, I, I I saw that I had a crush on an older anorexic woman. She was 23 and I was 19, but that's as far as it went. It went to my fantasy more than anything. Uh, should have told me about the 12 Steps and those. It would have been really cool to know, or maybe not. Um, I, when I, I didn't date in... High school, or you know, um, in college, I was able to find you know women who I could go out with. I, you know, I actually grew uh, six inches in uh, in my first year between my first year, my uh, senior year in high school, and my freshman year in college, which would have seemed like a really good thing, except for the fact that. Uh, They thought I was a uh, uh, sports uh, jockey jock at the uh, in at the college, and they let me go through their buffet line, and I just remember seeing all those desserts and uh, and availing myself of unlimited amount of sugar. Uh, So I didn't lose weight. I was always lifting weights, trying to lose weight. Um, I, uh, you know, it just was not successful. Uh, I would lose some. I I do remember uh, doing a a couple of um, 5Ks, 10Ks, nothing much, just walking. Um, I'd go to the park and and walk around there. Uh, I graduated uh, college. Um there the uh, um, you know, I lied to myself about different things. I helped other people on their exams. Uh, I got away with it and uh, um never felt good about it, but it was the only way to, to to have friends was to let them cheat on me and occasionally they would offer an answer and I'd go, okay. You know, it was their way of being a friend. Um, I uh, graduated from college, uh, went and got a law degree, and uh, did that. I uh, Well, actually, a guy in law school decided, well, decided he was going to make me a uh, his project, and he would take me to go work out three hours a day. He was like Mr. Gulf Coast or something along those lines. And, and we worked out and I lost about 90 pounds and looked good, um, felt good. And, uh, you know, but as soon as we uh, started practicing, um, I made real good friends with the convenience store across the street from our office. They knew me on a first name basis uh, and I just gained all the weight back. Uh, I was embarrassed when my mother and my uh, niece went across to that uh, convenience store trying to find me. Uh, and they said, oh, yeah, he comes in here all the time. And they said, no, he couldn't because I'd lost all that weight. And uh, the interesting thing is a couple of the other attorneys who I was with, they were older Um, uh, they would go across to that same convenience store and be buying wine, um, a few bottles of wine every day, and uh, would get uh, plastered. And the only difference was I was buying candy and junk food and everything like that uh, and getting plastered my own way. Did you say 10 minutes? 10 minutes, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So um, I kept gaining weight. Uh, I did the pay in ways. Um, I lost weight. Uh, Let's see. Well, first off, I I got married. My mother died. I got married. Um, And, uh, uh, you know, I, I didn't, I mean, it was, Amazing that a woman would marry me. I just I had no idea. But um, we have been married now for 42 years. Uh, and uh, it wasn't like, you know, the, the first 25 years before program were more like, uh, not like oil and water that sort of separate, but more like gasoline and a lit match. That's more dramatic. But i was more explosive i had a, uh, a, a uh, I got angry i'd have temper but um um but i you know not violence in that sense but um we um, i remember, you know i went on so many different diets and so many made so many attempts and i i'd lose you know uh i I lost about 90 pounds on one of the paying ways. Um, And, uh, and then I gained it all back. And then I lost, you know, 70 pounds and gained it all back. And then I lost 50 and then 40. And then I couldn't stay on that program for, for 10 minutes. Uh, I didn't know what was going on. I had friends who had been in there who were facilitating? They'd gain their weight back too, but not like I did. And uh, um, then I, I was a uh, I was a member of a speakers group, and the topic for the day was National Alcohol Awareness Day. And I thought to myself, I've been a member of this group for. Ten years, that is the worst topic I'd ever heard. And, uh, and, uh, and oh, by the way, uh, for the seven years preceding that, uh, I had been going, I had been doing long-distance athletic events, uh, including marathons, 100-mile bike rides, and Olympic distance triathlons weighing about 385 pounds. I did not lose much weight, probably about 10 or 15 pounds, and um, uh, but it, it just wasn't working. Um, when, and, and I got encouragement when I do a, a, a speech on you know, you know, last last uh, first race, last place, leading from behind. You know, I, apparently people thought it was great that I was doing all this stuff, but it wasn't because I didn't accomplish what I really wanted to. Uh, I was, I didn't realize I was trying to be an exercise bulimic and I was failing at it. And uh, I, uh, I, I did a a marathon, excuse me, a triathlon in Maui. And, uh, uh, and I, I, I just was, was frustrated and, you know, I mean, I finished it. It took me six hours instead of the two and a half hours uh, that it might have taken other people. Uh, but I couldn't lose weight. And when I they had that topic of National Alcohol Awareness Day, it made me. Uh, it first brought me to AA, and uh, that reminded me of having gone to OA about thirty thirty five years before, and I thought. Um, well I wonder what they're doing and uh, I really didn't wonder I didn't want to go so I said the last time I had gone to a uh, meeting it was held in the basement of a church uh, there were a lot of Christian icons and I happen to be Jewish and I just uh, it, it was awkward for me and so I said Hi. well you know what thank mm-hmm. you there won't be a meeting there won't be a meeting on a Sunday, and if we're darn sure there won't be a meeting on a Sunday night. And that's when uh, I, I plugged it in on the, on the website, and lo and behold, there was one meeting in Dallas, Texas, on Sunday night. And where was it held? It was held at a Jewish congregation, Orthodox no less, I happen to be reformed. So I thought, well, maybe I know somebody. And I I went to that meeting. I heard, you know, one day at a time, I heard if you focus on the weight, you'll lose the recovery. If you focus on the recovery, you'll lose the weight. I heard honesty will kill this disease. And I thought, wow, honest. I thought I was honest. Turns out I wasn't. You know, and I was I was was lying to myself. You know, I answered every one of those fifteen questions, you know, no. I was deluding myself. And um but it happened to be a structured meeting, it was an O A ninety meeting, and one woman said she'd lost hundred and thirty pounds in a in a year without exercising. I thought, whoa. But I still didn't plan on being there. I tried to run away. Uh, Eventually, uh, about two weeks later, there's a lot more in between here, but about two weeks later, um, somebody asked me, had I found a sponsor? And I thought, hell no, I haven't found a sponsor. I'm not looking for something that works. I'm looking for something that fails. Everything else has failed. And I still cry to this day, even now, that the miracle of this program for me was she gave me the name of somebody and I called it and he said, I'm busy, but I'll help you get started. And I couldn't believe my, I couldn't believe the scale i couldn't believe it when the weight just i was over 50 years old supposedly big bone slow metabolism set point all those things and 190 pounds god you move and um uh i worked the steps i went to an awol I, i went to several awol's i uh uh, I did the best I could, and I did it ever so, ever so feebly, but just enough. Because when I did that fourth step, I, um, um, you know, I I couldn't really write anything down. For that matter, I couldn't even read. Even though I was a lawyer, uh, I couldn't make sense of this stuff. And uh, what I did was I took the meditation book, and I'd start rewriting. Every, the meditations, and I get the cadence of the, of the author. I get the breathing patterns, and I get the understanding of what it was that they were trying to say, that I couldn't just read it and comprehend it. I needed to take time with it. I needed to bathe in it. I needed to make outreach calls. I made three calls a day, and it was just reprogramming. It's just continuing to build the recovery library. Um, And the weight fell off. It took about 15 months. But actually, it took another 15 months before I had that spiritual experience. Because I remember telling my sponsor, he'd say, Cliff, you're surrendering. I said, you call it surrender. I call it a diet. It's just a diet. At least I was being honest with him. You know, and that's what I mean. It took me two and a half years before I had a spiritual experience. But once you have that, you know why you're here. I need to stay in fit spiritual condition. One of the ways I do that is through those, uh, uh, making those phone calls and meetings and sponsoring and working the tools. But I'll tell you that when you do the, uh, 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 every phone call, every outreach call I make, I am working the 12 steps. When I pick up the phone, I am gesturing that I am admitting that I am powerless and my life has become unmanageable. When 100%. I dial your number, I am, uh, uh, when I dial your number, I am saying that uh, there is a power greater than myself that can restore me to sanity, and at that moment it's you. When I don't hang up, I've made a decision to turn my will and my life over to the care of God as I understand it when i usually in that phone call we will talk about some fear resentment selfishness or dishonesty so i've done a step four and a step five six and seven i've done those as well because i am doing it and continue to do that is to uh, make you know to show god that i am entirely ready to have god remove my character defects And eight and nine, usually one of the people who I've harmed is myself, that little boy inside, uh, and I make living amends to him. Ten, we've already talked a little bit about. We've done that. Eleven, you know, uh, is prayer and meditation. So if I'm talking, I'm praying. If I'm listening, I'm, I'm meditating. And who better to do it with than step 12, one alcoholic, one compulsive overeater with another. And so we've worked all 12 steps in one phone call. I would leave you with one thing, if I might. When I walked into that room, you know when there's a candle, and you uh, blow out a candle, and there is a wisp of smoke that goes up, and then you look back at the candle at the wick, and there's a little orange ember. That was me when I walked into the rooms of Overeaters Anonymous. I was that little orange ember just waiting to die out. And only in this room did you and God start gently blowing on that little orange ember until it came back to full flame. And you know what? A little orange ember, even a completely pitch dark room, cannot light even my own pain. But when you're aflame, you can light not only your path, but hopefully someone else's. So I hope and I pray that maybe something I might have said tonight will have helped spark or light a path for someone else on this journey. And if it can work for me, it can definitely work for you. Thank you.